I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Yo, yo, yo. Oops, the podcast. We're back. Mm -hmm. I am Julio. I'm joined by Francis. Yep. How you doing? Good, dude. What's up? You look good. You look good. We feel good. We're back. Um, so you were saying you you started Miss America when you were over there. Yeah, I did. You did. Missed it. So, Missed this beloved country of ours. So it's funny. I like. I did not, but I had sort of like an opposite feeling in general. Like that first island I've mentioned in the last episode, Milos, that we went to. There were no Americans. Really, it was like very. It was a lot of Italians, a lot of French people at our hotel. There was no other American people, and. That was whatever it was. That's what it was. But then we went to Santorini, which is like a much more sort of like touristy. Yeah. There's a bigger airport, blah, 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 blah. And there were a bunch of Americans at our hotel and I immediately missed the old hotel. I you missed like an authentic experience. Kind of. And I don't even know if like authentic is the word because like these people are tourists too. You know, foreign, you mean? like technically, foreign, you yeah. want it different. But like I wish that I almost wish we had done it in the opposite order. Like we'd gone to the more obvious place first before then going to the more off the beaten path place. Like we, there's just, we could hear people in the pool being like, Oh, you like the spin doctors? You know what I mean? Just like having these like obnoxious, <laughs> annoying conversations. And I was like, dude, it is, it is a, a definite thing where you, when you travel abroad, you are, you become a very aware of, of what Americans are like. Yeah. Totally. Um, my dad, I mean, whenever he and I are finders have found ourselves in, foreign countries he becomes very i guess uh, put off by other americans yeah no and he'll I, say things like he'll he'll see the way they order food or something and he'll just go under his breath he'll go ugly americans <laughs> i'm like dad we're not we're the we're them we are them too we're them they're not you know just because you spoke to the waiter in broken english being like is good this doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't he's like boy this guy's made it life a lot easier and really understands our customs <laughs> just because you omitted vowels doesn't mean or you know verbs from your sentence <laughs> yeah. uh. slightly less i do this thing where i don't know why but i will turn on like a 10 percent accent when i talk yeah. to people in your i start talking like this a little bit I mean, do you think we could? Do you think maybe we could? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. just barely there. Yeah. And dude, every single time I do it, Hillary would just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm glad she calls you out on that. <laughs> I get it. Do I you get think we it. Could, have, could we have just a little bit more bread? Thank you. Yeah, we want to be like them <laughs> when you're there. It's especially true for me when I go to Anglophone countries, whether it's Australia or England. You start talking with the bit. Yeah, it comes out a bit. Very, very slightly. Uh, it? It's um. Very slightly. Because the, they just sound so much cooler. <laughs> that with, was good. with the way that they you know they speak the language that's pretty good yeah um but dude i do it too but i don't do it like that i just do it very slightly i'll just talk a bit like but i'm not like oh all right you know what I mean? no you just go full on no no, <laughs> no. Okay. well when i was younger and i because i i went to oxford for a semester and uh i by the end of that i mean i was you just had an accent well i was just going around lying and and speaking with a british i'd get on a bus just like Madonna. Remember when Madonna just like had a British accent for a while? <laughs> yeah. Francis doing the Madonna, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Funny. Well, dude, so we 
We took a ferry. So they, they always say, you know, you take a ferry when you're the Greek islands, whatever. So we flew initially, which honestly seems like the move to me because it's much faster. It's not really more expensive. And like people just are like scared of propeller planes, but these are like good propeller planes. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. We, Did you inspect them? No, but dude, like they're, they're like, it's an airline. You're not just, there's not some guy, Keith, driving you or something. All right, Keith's Yeah, but gonna, Malaysian Airlines was also an airline. That was an actual airline, though. That wasn't a propeller plane. No, but I'm saying that just because okay, something's fine. an airline, I'm just being really annoying. <laughs> the people get scared of prop planes. I don't think that, the, the, whatever. I think that that's a stupid fear. Mm-hmm. But dude, it's better. You save, it takes a long time, too, to, to ferry to these islands. Like from Athens, it'd be yeah. four or five hours. Like it's a long Oof, time to fuck that. Is that. Heavy, yeah. Um. So we've, but we ferried in between islands. Okay, that was Hillary's one job, and we were joking because she like dropped the ball on setting it up, and she's like, "Can you help me?" I'm like, "Yo, this is your one thing. Just do it, right?" So mm. then she sort of like didn't do it right, and then she never Venmoed me for it, and I was like, "Why are she's?" Like, I was like, "Did you just not Venmo me because you felt like you fucked up, and therefore you're punishing yourself by not Venmoing me?" She's like, "That's exactly what." <laughs> Oh, she didn't Venmo request you for it. Yeah, right. She I, get it, I get it. I so get it. I get it. So we didn't. We didn't have a direct ferry. We had to connect ferries. I see. In this other island, Paros. Which, by the way, dude, it was just madness. the The process of boarding ferries and buses, like boarding second class travel options, is just not fun. It, the process is less formal. It's much more stressful. It was just written in a whiteboard where the ferry was. Like it was so confusing. There were so many people, dude. I posted on my Instagram story. Like a thing where like what's his name Peter Dinklage was popping up because it looked like the Battle of the Bastards or something. Oh like yeah, people charging at us off this ferry and it was just really unpleasant being on the ferry in general. Um, but I noticed something very interesting on the ferry. They had little TVs. Obviously, there's no audio, and they played the show Mr. Bean. Oh, which I thought was so clever because Mr. Bean doesn't really talk. No, so you don't very physical comedy. You don't need to know what he's saying to understand the jokes. Yeah. And I was like, this is brilliant. This uh-huh. is a brilliant. And you know, it's a little, uh-huh. it's a little hokey seeming, but dude, I noticed a couple bits that were fucking brilliant. Oh, dude, he is. He's incredible. Brilliant. There's one bit where there's somebody playing the saxophone. Have you ever seen this? I don't know. Somebody playing the saxophone and he wants to give money to the guy playing the saxophone on the street. He did, looks in his pocket and notices he only has a big bill. And you see this very, you don't need any audio to know this. So he's looking in his pockets. He just doesn't have change. And he keeps looking at this bill. He's thinking about giving the guy a bill, but he just can't part with this big bill. So what does he do? He takes a handkerchief out of his pocket, puts it on the ground, starts dancing to the music. A lady comes by, gives him a quarter. He then gives the quarter to the guy. I was like, that's fucking, (laughs) that's genius. That is a good bit. I, I thought it was going to be that he made change in the guy's saxophone case. Oh, right, right. I mean, but uh, And then, you know, the guy gets mad because he thinks he's stealing it. That's where I thought it was going to. See, that's the that's simple like comedy bit. mind yeah. of it. And then and then his way is, is more unique. Yeah, there it is. And that's what made him so iconic. Um, Have you ever seen, yeah. really quick, the clip of him at the London Olympics opening ceremony? Or maybe it was the closing ceremony? No. You should watch it's it. It's funny. Where they do a, he does a spoof on Chariots of Fire. No, it's Dude, good. It is absolutely hysterical. When were the London Olympics again? Like 2008 or 12, 12 or something. Right? I'm not sure. I think 12. 12 yeah. That's it what I was followed thinking. Beijing, and that was a tough act to follow. Yeah, yeah. Because Beijing went all out. Ham. Um, 
Wow. It's funny. Yeah, it's amazing. Dude, so speaking of giving people money, I'm we're waiting in line for the ferry, and there's this little kid playing the accordion, mm-hmm. and nobody's giving him money, and I have, you know, a 20-euro coin, you know, like a 20-cent coin in my pocket. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking use this. I'll just give it to this kid. So I give it to him, but I'm holding stuff in my hands, and I, like, the kid goes to, like, give me a handshake, but there was nothing to shake or pound, so you know what he did? He very softly grabbed my bicep like that. He that's just grabbed so my bicep sweet. one, two, and I was like, that's pretty fucking cute. Yeah. And Hillary was, Hillary was like, I was hoping you would give him money. And I was like, dude, this is just a fucking win-win, man. <laughs> I crushed this. I gave the kid money. He gave me a cute little bicep shake. Uh-huh. I don't know. Did it turn you on? Definitely not. Okay, that's good. Because he's a kid. <laughs> you just fucking sit, does a booby trap? Yeah. Like, the it seemed like it. You that's know? funny, dude. Um, seemed like it. So I did something else embarrassing, too, though, dude. Like, the waiter, I don't know why I did this. The first. I don't know if it's like being in a foreign country initially. You're just kind of like, you don't have your bearings. Like, I did. So, like, the waiter comes over to get the menus from us, and he he puts his hand out. It's, like, clear that he wants the menu. And I just go to shake his hand. <laughs> and he's like, we can do that too. <laughs> and Hillary's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. She's just fucking shaking her head at me. I don't know. Did she have a nice time over there? Dude, she had such a nice time. At one point when they were giving us a tour of the hotel, I looked back and she was weeping because of how beautiful the ocean was. Wow. Or the sea. She was crying, bro. That's pretty cool. And dude, also I'm proud of her because she has really upped her water intake. Like, she's a person that just, like, won't drink water all day. On the trip, she was fucking crushing water bottles. I was started calling her Bobby Boucher, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking Bobby Boucher over here. Mm-hmm. She's like, what's that? I'm like, mm-hmm. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna venture into a territory that I don't know if you're going to like or feel comfortable. And if you don't like this, we can change well, subjects can and cut this. Okay. So, Hill Dog posted a photo on Instagram. Mm-hmm. In a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Do you have any issue with that? Does that make you feel uncomfortable at all? No. Dude, I took the picture and she was like, should I post this? And I was like, they need to know. Great. That's what I said. Great. I said they need to know. Exact opposite. She fucking then. bad, bro. Like bad, like, like. The way Muhammad Ali meant it. Yeah, no, I mean, ba- yeah, Jesus. I know, I meant she looked like. I'm a bad man. Yeah, exactly. Bad, he's, like. He's a good boxer. Bad, like she looked amazing. I'm like, yo, people should see you, how good you look. That's like, great. Fucking get out, get in there. So yeah, Were you, was that your thought? Were you like, oh, I wonder? I I I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wanted to ask you about it. No, but dude. that's fantastic. Yeah, I took that photo right as our fight was ending when the, we bailed on the boat, mm. and we had gone to the to the rock jumping situation where it's funny. Like at first, like it's a, it's a stressful thing when it comes to jumping off of a high thing into the water. I'm down to do it as long as there aren't multiple sets of instructions. Mm. If the instructions are jump, I'm down. If it's like you have to jump out, you lost me. You lose me. Yeah. You know, so, um, but I'm anyway. a big time. I'm a big time cliff jumper. Really? Yeah. It's see, one of my see. favorite things in the world. And uh, it had been a little while and we were in Lake Como and uh, we were in the water and uh I you jumped well we we had I had to legitimately rock climb out of the water to get up a cliff should we compare can we compare let me see if I can find this um dude I'm gonna show while you're looking I'm gonna pull mine up too since I have it here pretty easily accessible 
But I was pretty proud of myself, bro. Up there fucking flying into the water. I'm trying to find this clip. Whoa. Right? That's a pretty good. That is good. Chris, you want to say? That is I'm really there, good. Dude. I know, right? I was trying to like be as like friendly going into the water as I could. Because when you start getting up too high, like if you're doing any wacky stuff with your body, like you're going to feel it. And my parents were like, did it hurt? And I was like, no, but I felt like it was going to once I hit the water, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I felt my wrist do something weird. I was like, did I just break my wrist? But then like, I obviously did it. All right. Sorry. I might not be able to find this, but, uh, but you jumped off of a big one when you were over there. I did. You, I did one better. But I'm saying you jumped off of a big, I, I did. I, I flipped off of it. Oh shit. Dude, you're crazy. But I want to. I don't know if I can find this. I mean, it's pretty sick. That surprises me. I'm surprised that. Have you, you ever seen this video, dude? This video is nuts. Have you jumping? I when we were. Have you ever been to Croatia? Never. There's a submarine tunnel from like World War whatever that a lot of people jump off of, but it's this narrow kind of almost garage of water that you have to jump into. Mm-hmm. It's not particularly safe. Um, <laughs> here's a clip of that. I mean, this I, I I'm a I love jumping off cliffs. I've been doing this my whole life and always sort of seek it out. A little bit of a thrill seeker. So you backflipped? No, in, I like to front flip. Uh, front flip. So you but front I can do backflips too. In the video you're about to show me, you front flipped, but then I, but then you also well, I front flipped in in Lake Como too. Oh Jesus! Where is this? Sorry. Maybe we can throw these on our story when we drop this episode. That's a good technique too. That's like olympic style flipping yeah, swan dive out the way that some of these people were jumping off the rock like there's the highest point of this rock and milos it's a very famous place i feel like i have seen probably that seen before it. yeah the highest point is much higher than it seems like it is in pictures mm-hmm. uh but some people were flying off of it and it was pretty impressive that's so, sick yeah I love um it. dude let me ask you this there were in the second hotel that i was in there was people like doing laps in the pool at the hotel and like this one guy was doing the butterfly I was Ooh, like, that is just such a like bad look, dude. Like, what are you fucking doing swimming laps? This isn't the why, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if there if there's no lanes up, you shouldn't be swimming fucking laps. Yeah, like, I kind of agree with that's that. That's actually worse than doing cannonballs. I would say laps is worse than yeah. cannonballs. But what I do is I always try to go as many lengths underwater as I can. Oh, that's like a fun as a personal. Pool. That's test. a fun pool. But game. I'm not splashing people. Yeah, I'm not making people stressed. Yeah, dude. When you're above water and you're doing, you're trying to get your breathing technique correct. Yeah, you're wearing a bathing cap <laughs> dude, to streamline your drag. Dude, it's a terrible look. No good. You shouldn't be doing that. No. Um. Yeah, dude. I don't know. The well, listen, man. I don't know. Like being away from home. Uh, I don't know if you guys are doing some traveling or whatever, but like some people, I and like I've been talking to people about home security and stuff, uh, and it's funny because we are now working. With a company called Simply Safe mm. that offers, uh, you know, home security systems, and uh, it was sort of they thought they came up with it. The founders, Chad and Eleanor, uh, because one of their neighbors had had a break in in their house. Wow! Um, and this is just—it's a 15-year-old company uh, with a passion pr- to protect people that not only drives the engineering of every detail in its products, but it motivates every interactions with the customers. They have a full-time team, uh, you know, ready to go no matter what happens to you. Um, so if you guys are looking for a new home security system, uh, you can get 20% off when you go to simplysafe.com slash oops. Uh, you can go there and set up a home security system for yourself if you don't have it is yet. It, is it cameras? Yeah, I think it's like the whole shebang. You can sort of customize. Alarms. Yeah, you can, exactly. For, for anything, whether it could be during a home emergency, 
Uh, like it even says, like whether it's during a fire or a burglary, a medical emergency, uh, or even when you're just like setting up the system, there are people, security experts, sort of there, ready to help you out with whatever sort of like crisis you might. Man, have. that's cool. I, I wish I, I remember. I've told you the story about the guy who broke in. You did, dude. You needed Simply Safe. I certainly did need some Simply Safe. SimplySafe.com/slash/oops, twenty percent off. Go set your shit up. Um, very cool. Nice. Um, well, ever since we got back. It's been there. Something funny happened <laughs> where yesterday, I don't know, we've been back for 48 hours or so. And uh, all day yesterday, my girlfriend was asking me, you know, are you sad? Are you are you OK? And I was like, yeah, I'm all right. What's what's what do you mean? And I guess I was being a little quiet. Oh. And I thought maybe it was the jet lag or the readjustment to being here and as I said, I get homesick and I get work sick. Mm, you mentioned something like I that. I get work sick now. When you were over there. I, I feel as if I don't like not working. You feel like you haven't earned the right to take time off? Mm, it's not even that. It's that when I'm not working, I miss working. Mm-hmm. Because I become very stressed that uh, things are piling up and it's hard for me to sort of check out. Yeah. With what we do, Yeah. you know, in terms of you just gotta constantly be putting stuff up and it's out like there our bu- and- it's like our business it's like being a business owner they always say the guy who owns the business works way more it's the same kind of concept you can't just like take time off because there's no one else working on it yeah you know? and i also <laughs> have this weird feeling of we made decisions early on in our lives to pursue a passion a dream something for me that at least i said i want to do something that doesn't feel like work mm-hmm. something like i enjoy doing right comedy and the trade-off to that is I don't know that I ever need feel like I need a vacation from it. Uh, if I worked meaning, a desk job like that your, I didn't like. You like your lifestyle so you don't need time off from it. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what do I need a vacation from stand-up for? Mm-hmm. It's a gift that I get to perform on stage. Mm-hmm. It's a gift that I get to talk to you about goofy shit and make money from it. And... Why would I need a break from this? Mm-hmm. I don't need to go. I don't need to. And then it's and not then, a break necessarily, though. It's like you're experiencing new stuff. Yeah. Like, so you know so I mean? that's a Depends good. That's a better way it. to look at it. Yeah. But the other part of it is, we don't get paid time off. Yeah. Exactly. There's no putting in time into a calendar and saying I'm setting aside these sacred days. I'm using my company benefit right. of using five of my 10 business, you know, holidays of the year or sorry, vacation days of the year. And I'm going to go on this trip knowing that I'm still getting paid on these days. Right, right. If, if I take days off That's from work, it. It, my income kind of goes to zero almost. Yeah. Not necessarily because we pre, you know, record episodes for the podcast and bank stuff. But, but ultimately I do, I I'm turning off the switch of my income. I'm right. idling in my career mm-hmm. when I go on vacation. And that makes me very stressed. Mm-hmm. I, and understand, I understand. And I understand it wasn't until, so all day yesterday she was saying like, are you sad, all this, whatever. And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I was being quiet. And it wasn't until I went to the stand last night, got on stage, did a set, had a good set, got off stage. I came back and instantly i felt better Mm -hmm. 
I felt like I had gotten back into the groove. A but little. you were saying when you felt you were you were saying that you didn't necessarily feel like anything was wrong when you were being quiet, though. Yeah, but I was. Did you just I not was notice? Lying. I mean, oh, I was. Okay. I was. I, I. I. Either I didn't realize that things were wrong, or I didn't realize what was wrong. But I definitely right. felt off. Overwhelming. Getting and back she in the mix. said to me, "I finally, I said, you know, why do why do you keep asking me this?" And she said, "Because honestly, every single time that we return from a trip, you have a meltdown, and I'm waiting <laughs> for that to happen." Wow. You so what is it, what describe what one of these meltdowns looks like? I feel like uh, I've just come from a, a, a time of spending tons of money, uh-huh. and it coincides, as I said, with a time of turning off the tap of income. Mm-hmm. So I feel really stressed about that. And not only that, it's like you not only are turning off the tap of income, but you're turning off the things that provide you with more opportunities for income. Exactly, and that is a very important thing for us. I'm out of being the mix. in the mix. Yeah, I'm yeah, out of the, the mix. mix. Um, <laughs> and I miss my routine, and I'm having a meltdown because you know my body doesn't feel great. I've been drinking more and eating shittier foods. I haven't been able to exercise the way I want. Haven't been sleeping the way that I would want, and just and I am a much better person when I have my routine. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad saying that because it makes me sound very manic and kind of prissy, needy. And I probably am. But it's not as if my routine is so in place. It's not like I can I can sleep on a cot. I can right. rough it. But, you know, at the same time, I did rough it for a lot of my life. Rough it. That's not the right term. When I was younger... When I remember studying abroad my junior year, we would go to visit people, friends of ours who were also studying abroad. I would sleep on the floor. Right, right. I'd sleep on the floor with a towel rolled up as a pillow. Right. You'd eat soup, You're more, yeah, ramen. Kid, you, 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 it doesn't more. affect you as much. You get to a point in life where I, I, I don't have the capacity to rough it anymore. And I don't, I don't want to. You still have that adventurous spirit where where you're willing to put up with more adversity. I, unfortunately, I, I've I've I don't have that. I don't understand though. What is that? How does this relate to your weekend? Like you were not roughing it when you were away. Um, Do you everything just mean like the process of traveling in general. I think yeah, everything for me because because we're not we're not staying in the nicest places. But you're staying in nice enough places where you're not roughing it. Like, I know it's not home, but I, I don't think roughing it is you, the right... I, I couldn't get... It wasn't easy for me to good, get a good salad. People okay. were eating pizza. Okay. So, okay. There was a roughing absence it's, roughing it, let's, of healthy Let's move food. away from roughing it. That's not the okay. right term. You couldn't do the things you like to do. It wasn't easily available. I couldn't plan my day. Right, right. It was out of my hands. Right. I, you, you think you're going to get a workout and someone shoves five Aperol spritzes in your face <laughs> and you can't say no because everyone's doing it and you don't want to offend people. Right. But it's good. That's a good thing, dude. You don't need to be fucking hitting the treadmill at 2 p.m. during a wedding when you've been crushing it for 15 years. The problem is that years. I am a better person at the wedding if I have hit the treadmill. I I have trouble believing that. Maybe you just feel no. better at the wedding. Everybody knows this about me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows I'm a better person to be around if I've been Exercising. if I've been given a plate of broccoli and a and a and a Peloton. It's so funny. 
Oh, I hate it. I hate being this guy. I don't even know where it happened. I don't know why I became this guy. <laughs> Just like the guy who's set in his ways. A neurotic, needy guy. <laughs> I'm a fucking needy guy. You're dude. a neurotic, needy guy. And I dude. feel bad about it because other people around, nobody, I'm around people who aren't that needy. Comedy makes you like that, maybe. Yeah, dude. but, but then all the people we know in comedy are they're roughing per- it through life. Yeah, but they're pretty, like, they have the same, like, I can't take a time off mentality. Like, they have yeah. pieces of what you're saying. Yeah. You're right, though. I mean, a lot of comedians definitely rough it. Um, but, dude. You can't. But you feel better now. You got you got back I'm, in the groove. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm getting there, and I avoided the meltdown. Somehow, <laughs> I kept myself from having the big meltdown. So what is the actual meltdown itself? What does it look like? It'll be me saying we can't go something? out to dinner. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not violent. I'm not exploding. You just have a like talk. A I'll money just talk. say things like we can't go out to dinner. You know, if she were to say, "Want to go out to dinner on Friday?" I would say, "We can't go out to dinner on Friday. My credit card is literally steaming at its corners. It is so overused." I, I need to lay low for a while. I want quiet and steamed vegetables and fish and lean protein for for a month, you know. Or I, I not all of that. I'm kind of playing a cartoon of myself, but you know, I would I would just have a total overreact correction to what we've just come from, mm-hmm. um, and and I would say you know I I can't don't ask me to do anything. Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't ask me to go anywhere. I need to. I need a month of recovering and getting my my life and my business back in order before we can before I can do this again. Don't you have another destination wedding coming up soon, or no? We have we have one in New York City in two weeks. Okay, That'll which I'm really looking forward to because mm-hmm. I'm going to go sleep in and sleep bed. in my own bed. Might even take the subway there. <laughs> um and then after that we have my sisters which is only up in maine uh-huh. that's no problem uh and then we have one in october which is in puerto rico You're right that's the one i was thinking of but that's far enough off yeah it's enough time for you to get that not month so of far steamed veggies and protein that it's i'm not stressed about it yeah good good man but dude it's also i mean all these weddings are coinciding with a huge increase in my road comedy I know, I know. So I'm basically away every every weekend. single weekend. Yeah, that's Which is crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's not ideal, but whatever. I mean, dude, I've finally gotten over the hump though, where like the comedy grind feels good to me again. There was mm-hmm. a period of time where mm-hmm. I was like adjusting to the lifestyle again, and I was kind of like, can I? Am I like cut out for this still? Yeah, I think we all felt that at some point. Yeah. Um, but then I would say like starting to go on the road again and stuff sort of got me back into feeling good about it, and I I sort of like have been enjoying. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's nice about it that like didn't wasn't happening before, it's like you sort of get out what you put in in the terms of like being in the mix, being around, like things pop up, you get to do yeah. new stuff with new people, and that's exciting and fun. Yeah. And you never know where your next opportunity is coming from, which is an exciting thing. It yeah. can be at least. All yeah, agreed. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Um, well, I'll um you know, I'll say this too. I mean, in Italy, it was they don't have oat milk. Yeah, I know. No, but they didn't even at the hotel. No, they had it in Greece in the fancy places that we went. They oh. didn't have oat milk. They had almond, which is fine. I don't mind almond milk. So, dude, it sucks because it's not fine for me. 
I can't have it with Hillary. Oh, that's right. So they would have like soy milk, which is like such, it's so 10 years you ago. You can just feel your nipples getting tender. So 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, they had oat milk at our the second hotel. That that's impressive. At, they did not a have a, not oat machine. milk in sight. And the, you, 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 God forbid you ask for it. They look at you like you're asking them where, you know, where's Hitler hiding around here? <laughs> But you know, I drink regular milk when I've gone on a trip like that. Even I, I can't don't do that. I was I ordering like it, but... iced Americanos and they would put one cube of ice in them. <laughs> so it wasn't cold. It was just slightly less hot and more diluted. They're behind with that too. I love... Which is, again, all of this Iced is drinks. to say that I missed my coffee routine in the morning and I missed my beloved <laughs> Brooklyn Roasting Company hey, coffee. I really did. It's good stuff, man. I missed it so much. Yeah, I hear you. I, I missed being able to make my own cup of coffee and um, start my day that way. And Your own I, cup of joe. I love the Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. Uh, I'm, I'm on the Hue Hue Tananga. I'm sure I'm not saying that right right now. <laughs> uh, it's so delicious. I do a double iced oat milk uh, latte. And uh, just in in my in my mason jar, that's how I start my day, and it's absolutely lovely. You should join their Coffee of the Month Club. They get you the best beans from all over the world. We love the Brooklyn Roasting Company. Get their peanut butter, uh, peanut butter, ooey gooey, golly glop, golly glop. so good. Um, go to brooklynroasting.com. Type in promo code Oops Beans at checkout. You'll get five percent off your order. It's the best stuff going. We swear by it. We love it. Get that coffee. And? What? It'll get you laid. Ah, says Julio. <laughs> says Julio. His words, Brooklyn not Roasting mine. Company. <laughs> Dude, so uh, I went to Barcelona before I went to Greece, which was interesting. It added a different component. So I was originally supposed to be going to a bachelor party. Once the bachelor party got canned, I turned it into like a comedy trip. I did some shows. They were awesome. Uh, and I sort of kind of seed, seed I, I seed, I saw who I could get to come. So the guy whose bachelor party, Tomas, it was supposed to be, he still came and met up with me. He lives in Switzerland. And Danny Palmer came. Yeah. And dude, Danny Palmer was being so annoying about like trying to set up the trip. He's like, we should do this. We should do that. I was like, should we do this? He goes, dude, I don't want to do that. Like he was just being annoying. I was like, dude. And he's like, I'm like, he was bragging to me how he was learning Catalan. Because like Barcelona is obviously in Catalonia. And he was like texting me, Bon dia. Like, I was like, dude, you're such. And <laughs> bragging about how he did the trip so well and all this stuff. Bro, what happens to him? He gets to the airport. First of all, he was, he took a flight that had a connection. I'm like, Ooh. dude, that is such a fucking chode move. Rookie, rookie move. Rookie move to take a, an overnight flight that has a connection. Oof. Connected in Portugal. Yeah, TAP Portugal. Tap. That flight's cheap, though. Yeah. I've taken that before. They're cheap. Yeah. But. You wait, you get there at like four in the morning, dude, and then you have to walk down a hallway and get on another plane. It's hell. Fuck that, right? It's so bad. But Danny, Mr. Planning the Trip So Well, didn't read the fine print and didn't know that he needed a PCR test to transit through Portugal. Not a PCR test, Ooh. any test. So he wasn't allowed to get on the plane. Oh, my God. No, in America. He was at the airport at 3 p.m. I was leaving at like 8 p.m. He then, he was supposed to get in like right after me. He got in like seven hours after me because he had to leave the airport, get a COVID test, come back. He said that at the COVID test place, they were like, it's always Portugal. Like he, 
he's trying to say stuff to like make himself feel better. I was like, Danny, I'm going to give you 12 hours before I start slamming you in our group chat. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to give you that because I know how shitty you feel right now, but yeah. like you're going down, dude. And he's, he starts trying to like say stuff to make himself feel better. He's like, ah, oh, dude, like these are such first world problems. I'm like, dude, actually, no, like you just can't read. So like, apparently these are, <laughs> these are third world problems, dude. You fucking chump. Um, uh, but he showed up, he finally showed up like right before he had to go on stage at the shows. Mm. Uh, and we had a good time, but nice. I, was, I really enjoyed. And then I was texting him like, bon dia, dude, you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. have fun using did that. He, did he perform? He did. Yeah. How did he do? Good. How'd you do? Well, great. It was, we both did great. I'm not trying to say I did better than him. Nice. Uh, but dude, there was a bunch of oops people there, which was fucking so amazing. Cool. So cool. Thank you guys for coming. That was so fun. Uh, and they did it sort of like the UK style where they do like an intermission. So like Danny would close out the first half and then I would close out the second oh, half. Oh, cool. Um, and they let me do long sets too. How long did you do? I did like 30 on both. Wow. Uh, fantastic. Which was fun, man. It was so uh, sick, dude. It was a good time. How many people were there? It, it's a small room. So like not a ton, but like, I don't know, 30. It's pretty good. But like in a small, it felt like full. It was great. Yeah. I mean, the room was full both nights. Nice. Like there wasn't places for my friends who were there to sit. Awesome. Dude. So dude, I met this guy who's a pilot and I had the funniest moment, the funniest 180. Like Danny started asking him about flying. He's like, dude, do we have anything to worry about when we're flying? This guy's a pilot for a major airline. And the guy starts telling us, he's like, you literally have nothing to worry about, which is so reassuring. Mm-hmm. He's like, you have nothing to worry about. And he starts telling this story. Dude, I'm not kidding you. 20 seconds after he said that, he fell asleep in the middle of his sentence. <laughs> I was like, never have I gone from feeling so reassured to feeling perpetual terror. <laughs> Why did he fall asleep? Because we'd been drinking. It was like kind of late. And he fell asleep in the middle of his sentence, bro. Oh, my it was goodness. Shocking. I was like, this is crazy, dude. Unreal. Did you really just fall asleep? I love um, it. But Barcelona was fun. Had a good time. Dude, I, my, my girlfriend's uh, stepdad is a, a pilot, and I could listen to him talk about pilot stuff for a week straight. What kind of it, stuff does he say? Like, what kind of... Just, I mean, you don't get that intel from anyone else. Right. And... He's got stories about what, you know, early days flying and low fuel nights and (laughs) shitty planes that he had to fly on and, you know, all kinds of stuff that there is more thinking involved. It's definitely not, you know, I, I think pilots often humbly will say that the technology now has gotten to a point where the autopilot and all that. That's bullshit. It's bullshit, man. Interesting. They... They're like doctors up there operating. They have they have a, a a library of knowledge for how to deal with certain situations. Look at uh Sully. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that movie? Of course. I mean, crazy story. You know, bird strikes, engines go out. He has seconds to decide, decide what to do. I need to land this thing in the river, and does and executes it perfectly outrageous and everybody on the plane the they're all trained and they're saying brace 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 nobody was like boy this is only my second month on the job as a stewardess (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna start screaming right 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 you know somehow kept it together they did it and i don't know man it's just that's pretty amazing i'm very grateful that there are enough people in the world willing to train themselves for for jobs like that the rest of us who just take it all for granted and assume it's going to go well, 
are in their hands and they are capable in the event that something goes poorly. Yeah, dude, totally. It's amazing. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. I got something for you. The last thing I want to say about my trip. Okay. So the first night, you know, I powered through the day that we got there. We went and played some tennis on those red tape, red clay tennis courts, which was really fun. And then um, sort of went out for dinner and then got to bed at a decent hour and I went to bed. And What night was this? This would have been Wednesday night. Okay. Which is, wait, is that the first night you were there? The first night. Got it. So I would have, I slept from like 11 to seven and then i was on 11 a.m when you 11 arrived p.m oh so i did not nap when oh, we dear. arrived and i it was the first time i've ever transitioned as well as dude, that. the business class man that's what it did life changing we wake up the next morning we have a day all things are fun whatever it's good um somehow after dinner this is now thursday night they did the rehearsal dinner thursday night and then they did the booze cruise on Friday. So it was a little bit switched because usually the rehearsal dinner is on Friday night. Right, right, right. But they did the big rehearsal dinner on Thursday night. At the end of the rehearsal dinner, I had an espresso martini that it w- it might as well have been meth. Yeah, and especially adjusting to the time still. My idea. girlfriend, ever the adventurer, had Googled a fun bar in the town of Como she thought maybe this place would be cool. We go at like 11.30 after the rehearsal dinner. And we ended up staying until 4 in the morning. Oh, wow. Oh, that's where you sent us that video. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chris- by that point, it was Friday. And they turned on the song that you guys love so much. It's Friday, yeah. It's Saturday, this is Sunday. the Chris dun, anthem. Dun, Chris dun, just dun, sent dun, us dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. The guy dancing outside of the car, that that like guy playing that song. What's his name song. again? Chris will send me Mufasa? that. Mufasa? Mufasa, yeah. Chris sends us that video regularly. Every Friday, pretty much. All the time. All the time. And um, <laughs> that song came on in the bar, and I immediately sent it to, to these guys. But we we were having a good time. So we, we went at midnight. The, the, the bar didn't even get fun until 2 in the morning. That's crazy. Because it's like the one late night bar in Como. So everyone that's out to dinner late finally yeah, comes there after. That's fine. But we were there with this amazing, like one of the Yelp reviews was like, make sure you say hi to Ed at the bar. And we were, we kept asking all the bartenders, are you Ed? Are you Ed? And finally we were like, this guy was like, yeah, I'm Ed. And we were like, Ed, <laughs> you know, like, like we knew him. Turned out he was an amazing guy, made great drinks. Fucking Ed. We're having the time of our lives. We're texting our friends. Some of them finally came in cabs and met up. We ended up playing. We ended up playing blackjack. What? Where one of our friends was the house. Oh, that's fun. And <laughs> we played for like an hour. And of course, we played at one point. He was down because three of us were like four of us. You were guys playing. were crushing the house. We were crushing him, and then of course everything swung, yeah. and he ended up cleaning us out. I ended up owing him two fifty, and Ooh. one of my friends paid him six fifty, and Ooh. he ended up crushing it. But 
That's fun though, dude. That's like a James Bond scene, like yeah. playing blackjack and Lake Como. It was it was so fun. That's sick. And so we uh we we closed the bar down and then there were no cabs and no there's no Ubers for some reason. Mm. So we ended up walking home. And it was a half an hour walk. Oh shit. But we're walking through the old town of Como. Sick, dude. And it, it was so fun, oh, dude. That's really fun. And and you're like singing and like holding you know, jumping around. And you're worried you're waking people up and as they're sleeping, but it's it's just, amazing, dude. The thing of getting wasted on vacation like that is such a good move most of the time because like you lose all that I'm in a different place anxiety. Yeah. And it's yeah. nice. Obviously it can go wrong if you get too fucked up and end up like yeah. Graham K that one time. Yeah. But yeah. like it, that's that sounds like a lot of fun. We right? had a we had a blast. Uh, there was this table of Belgian guys that I was talking to. We were comparing like COVID notes, like how's your country dealt with it? Pretty cool to hear about how yeah. bro- what what's going on in Brussels versus like wherever else, and um, and by the way, their perception of America is that COVID's really not going well here, mm. which I, don't, a, I was like, I don't know if I, I would say that some parts yeah. it's okay. Anyway, we walked home. Of course, we go to bed at like four four thirty, sleep till noon, yeah, twelve thirty. It's so and tough I to get out of instantly that. undid. All of the progress I, I had know, made on dude. the first day. I know, I know. But by this point, now I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just on a drinking European vacation. So sure enough, the next night we have this booze cruise, which is so electric. It was like a four and a half or five hour booze cruise around the lake yeah. on this big boat with a DJ with a saxophone player who was the best saxophonist I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> People are giving speeches. I roasted the groom. I had this great bit where you know one time he came and stayed with my family and me up in maine uh we went and visited my family and he wrote them a thank you note um which my parents have never forgotten and they they view him as being like the most polite (laughs) well-mannered guy and they always speak of him in the most glowing terms and he's like one of my friends who's you know an absolute degenerate (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) and so i pretended to the entire wedding as if I still had the thank you note, oh, but I had right. forged a that's much funnier version. That of is it. such a Francis. So it was fucking like, bit, dear dude. Mr. and Mrs. Ellis, and then it was like, you know, thank you so much for letting me stay at your house. I'm so sorry I peed the bed. Like, let me know, you know. And these are all things that wove in all these things. The that, old like, Francis misdirection speech yeah, at a wedding, dude. Yeah. It's like the song. Yeah, exactly. That's great, dude. Um, but. Of course, after that, I think we went out to dinner again or somehow ate. I guess we ate on the boat. And then when that pulled in, I was like, let's go back to that bar. And dude, everyone was shocked to hear me say this. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, one of my friends was like, dude, I can't believe you're up for this. You're usually the guy telling everyone you're going home. Bro, you've left my, you've left your girlfriend in my apartment. Yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. Dude, good. That's, I'm glad. But I was it, leading the charge, and I was all about it. And we went back to the bar. Now we went with a guy who was at the wedding, who is enormous. What do you six mean, six foot seven? Okay, tall guy. Do I now, know him? Do I know no. this guy? Okay. This guy is not a friend of mine. Okay, I know him from school. Mm-hmm. But we're not friends. But you not not for any particular reason. Just you. Just I like, don't even. I don't dislike. Don't him. Dislike I don't him, see him enough yeah, to dislike exactly. him. You guys have never cultivated the bond. We go to the bar. He comes in the cab behind us. He's pretty fucked up. Um, 
were there with another very good friend of mine who is small. Okay. And this guy is he's he's very uh un, unfiltered mm-hmm. in the way that he speaks. Um and we love him for that. We we celebrate the things that he says. He's hysterical. He's very curb your enthusiasm Larry David kind of you know hysterically honest and we love him for that. The big guy starts saying, "Man, you guys let him run his mouth too much." <laughs> and we're like, "Well, this is who he is, and it's why we love him, you know." And he's like, "No, he thinks he can say anything. I'm someone needs to put him in his place." And I'm like, "What are you fucking talking about?" <laughs> so, the big guy starts bullying him. Oh, damn. At the bar. We're all just trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like how is how true is what he's saying about the guy running his mouth? It's not it's not my friend who runs his mouth. He's not running his mouth and saying like fuck you and saying mean shit to people. He's talking about like funny issues in the world or he's just he's talking. just I don't know. Yeah, he's just talking. talking a lot. It's 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 not directed, it's not mean-spirited. Okay. It's it's not insulting. He's just talking. Yeah. Okay. And the big guy, like my friend orders a bunch of drinks, hands one to the big guy. And then the big guy's like, I want two. And then just takes the guy who bought all the drinks, takes it out of his hand. Oh my God. And, and, and then my buddy's like, what the fuck? All right, whatever. So he orders another drink. And now this guy, the big guy's like got two drinks and he's just, he like took, you know, straight up bully shit. And he keeps like leaning into me and being like, you know, this guy, this guy. And I'm like, dude, just let it go, man. Like, we're all having a good time. Did you say it like that? Yeah, I, I said that straight up. But he's this guy's a lot bigger I, than I am. It's it isn't crazy when, when it starts to go down to like dude, primal stuff like this. It gets so I much worse. That. It Ugh. gets so much worse. No. So this continues. You like have to fight eventually. I'm. <laughs> I, I had not experienced a a night where uh, a, a man was being so toxic and aggressive Oy. that you felt like where where I I stopped drinking because wow, I was like I'm bummer. going to have to be in shape to handle this wow some way wow and I don't mean like well either physically where I'm going to have to remove him from the bar because you, he's going to get you, us you arrested. Take this guy? He was drunk enough that I think I would have been able to. But he's he's generally just like out of it your way. It would have required me like sucker punching him to the jaw or, right. or sneaking up and putting him in a, a good in, shot a, in a sleeper hole. Because, yeah. I mean, dude, you're a big guy. I don't know if people know that. Like, do you guys? I wonder what they think. Yeah. How big it we is are. weird. People always when they meet me like fans, they're always like, you're a lot bigger than I thought. People say it to me, too. Yeah. They, I yeah. don't know why people think I'm small. Is it because we just talk? Well, I yeah, I don't know. You don't I, like show your bodies. Like you're just like it's just your face. But and, dude, like, like people say to me, even people who know me, they're like, "You're taller than." I have this like soft height. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I, I have, stand next to you guys. I have I'm a like, soft presence fuck? and soft height, <laughs> yeah. dude. Well, anyway, um, sorry, okay, keep going. So, the, and this guy, by the way, you know, he was an athlete in college. He, I don't want to give too much away because. He he looks really bad in this story, but he's being really antagonistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my friend is now aware and is like, why is he doing this? It's just a bummer. Then 
I, I, I explained to him, I kind of like grabbed his shoulders and I shook him. I was like, listen, you're making this unpleasant for everyone. Nobody here has an issue. You've got to stop. And uh, you're like, you're fucked up. Did you say that? Like, no, was, I don't even he? know if I said that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but, and I'm like, but he, he was fucked up in a way where it was as if he was just imagining that everyone there had an issue with us. And it was, and, and the leader of it was our friend. Mm-hmm. And so he had, it almost like made up his mind. I'm going to fight somebody. I want, I want someone to step to me. Right. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. being a fucking asshole. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll stop. I'll oh, stop. That's good. And I'm like, oh, okay. Have I finally broken through? He then like put his drink down and in one move backhanded sack tapped my friend. The little hard. guy? Punched in him in balls. the balls. What? Hard. What? And I had just thought that I had gotten through to him. Oh my God. And man. he did this, and my friend was like angry. Uh, but but is you know was is is sort of measured enough where he was like, What the fuck? What the fuck? And like went up to him and was like, if you do that again, I'm gonna punch you. And then the guy like turned to me. He was like, can you believe this? And I said to him, I was like, dude, I'm with him. You cannot be this guy. You're being a bully and you've got to stop. And at that point, I was ready to. You to fucking scrap. It, it, I was madder than I would have been if he had done it to me. Yeah, right. Because he was just preying on a, mm-hmm. on a small guy. And I, I, I'm, that makes me sick. I don't love what it. What a fucking bitch move. Yeah. A, what a bitch move. It's a bitch move. <laughs> the night, this is, this is the point where I stopped drinking. This is, this is the second night. The second Booze night that day. we're out at the bar. Slash night, yeah. It's by the way, it's three in the morning. Um, the bar is full now of Italian, mostly dudes. Mm-hmm. I sort of try to like alert my girlfriend who's having a great time talking to Ed, the bartender, <laughs> ordering drinks. I'm like, listen, we need to leave. And she goes, she thinks that this is now me reverting to my usual self. Uh. (laughs) And and she's like, come on, we're having a good time. And I'm like, you don't understand. This situation is getting out of control. We're heading for a problem. We need to get our group out of here. And she's like, I mean, if it's not going to be that, it's going to be something with you or something. Oh, wow. Now, she I thought have, you were using. The- I have a history of being a little soft, of exiting too early, of not sucking it up and, and trying to be present and all of that. So I understand why she said that. But when she said that to me, it made me so mad because she she assumed a couple scuffle. It was a little bit of that. And but I but I had stopped drinking. So I was I said, you know what? I just walked outside. A lot of people hanging out on the street right outside this little bar. Bar was small. So I go outside and I just started to cool off. I talked to some of the Italian people. We're having a good time. I go out there. I'm out there for 10 minutes. One of the security guards at the bar, there were two security guards at this bar, both of whom were wearing yellow reflective vests. <laughs> they're both small. Yeah. They are not, they're not like yeah. bouncers. They're not capable of putting out any kind of a fire if if something erupts. Mm-hmm. And they, they come out and they get me. And they're like, your friend, he make he make problem. And oh, I'm like, God. oh, what the fuck now? And I'm like, I don't even like this guy. 
they just saw me trying to deal with him earlier, so they just assumed I was his like handler. <laughs> yeah. We I go in, there's this other little tiny room that has a booth in it where an Italian couple is sitting in the booth. They're sitting across from each other in the booth. This guy had sat down next to the woman, the girl, and had put his arm around her. Oh my god. And was staring at the guy. Oh my god. And the guy is on his phone just like trying to not have a problem, but oh he's obviously god. very offended and doesn't know what the fuck is going or, on. Or what to do. What do you fucking do? And the security guard is like, there, there, you must, you must, he is, he's trying to fight, you must fix. And I'm like, this is your fucking job, you know? So I get the guy, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, we gotta go, we're getting kicked out. And he's like, what are you talking about? We're having a good time. I'm like, dude, why, what, he's like, this guy's looking at me wrong or some shit. It's like straight out of a Boston bar movie. This is terrible. So I kind of try to tell him we're getting kicked out we're all leaving i'm like we're leaving we're getting in cars it's time to go he's like i'm like you don't want to be left behind i make some shit up and i create a wall between myself and this couple this poor couple as i'm between me and the big guy and he's like slowly slinking out of the booth like staring over me like giving them the eye and they're not even looking up you know and i i get him out of the bar and he's like wait i thought you said there were cars here I'm like, no, but we've been kicked out. He's like, no, we haven't. Watch this. And he just walked right back in. Oh, my God. And the security guards immediately came back to me, and they were like, you let him come back. And I'm like, like, dude, yo, it is your fucking job. I don't like this guy. I don't even know this guy that well. This is your situation. I don't know what to do at this point. The whole thing is bad. Does this guy have a girlfriend? No. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he does. And she came to the wedding. Oh, my God. Was she not at the bar? No, she didn't come to the bar. Dude, Jesus. So I then go back in. I tell my girlfriend, I'm like, listen, I'm walking home. This is this is getting out of control. I cannot handle this anymore. I can't, I can't control You're it. You're not the point guy. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm removing myself. I would highly suggest you do the same. And she's like, no, no, we're having a good time. And... Everyone else, nobody else wants to leave because they haven't been witnessing this because I've been trying to handle it so tactfully. So I'm like, all right, what will be, will be. And I leave. And I'm furious because nobody has listened to me. I walk home, you know, uh, apparently later in the night, like he ended up trying to fight someone. It got diffused. I don't even know how. I don't know how everyone got home. But the next day, he like just texts me, and all he wrote was, "Yo, dude, uh, got pretty fucked up last night. You know how it is. Let me know who else I need to apologize to." All he wrote. Oh my god! And then he came up to me at the wedding, and he was like, "You know, sorry, man. Like, <laughs> got a, got a lot to drink. I don't even know what happened. Like, did, tried to did laugh. Did he black out? You think? No. I, I, maybe. Yeah. It doesn't matter." It's not, it doesn't it's, matter to me. That's really annoying. He was for three hours a powder. Terrorizing player. everyone. Yeah. And a, and a bully on the level of like a Hey Arnold episode. 
<laughs> we were like, these people don't exist. And, and there he was. He was, what's the girl's Helga name? Helga Pataki. What's the girl's name? Helga Pataki. Yeah, Elika. Helga. Helga. It, well, it's Helga. Yeah. yeah. He was Helga, except I don't think he was secretly in love with any of us. <laughs> Dude, oh my God, that sucks, bro. I hadn't experienced that level of discomfort and being on the verge of physical altercation in over probably 10 years. I don't do, even know how Do long. the other people at the wedding, were they aware of how, what happened? Not really. I was probably the silent hero. <laughs> and... And it worked against you. Like, you literally... Yeah, like, I got made out to look like the bad guy. You were being fun, kinda. and you got made out to be this, like, lame... This is a nightmare, man. This is... And this that just reinforces my thought of, like, I never want to be out that late. I don't want to... Mm-hmm. Nothing good ever happens at a bar after 4 a.m. But, dude, the night before, you guys had a blast, and it's a trip. Like, you should absolutely be out late, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, that was just... That sucks. But, dude, that is, like, comical. Like, people get that fucked up. Like, those kind of people need to be sober, man. I don't know if this is a recurring thing with him. I I remember when I went to China, my friend told me that, you know, in in Chinese business dealings, they always get drunk first because there's this belief in China that um, you're much more honest. You're your true self when you're drunk. Mm -hmm. And so they do. They they take business people out and get fucked up. And then they have their more like business talks or whatever. And. I yeah. I feel like the drink revealed his true character mm. and did not turn him into this Hyde character, Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. I think that's kind of really who he is. And I just, I mean, I, I guess at the wedding, for the sake of not causing a scene, I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. But I f- fucking hate this guy. And yeah. I'm not going to forgive him. Yeah, fuck that. Who bullies are just not. It's I don't not acceptable. I don't behavior. tolerate that. And dude, especially a guy who's like being completely nice to you, buying you a drink, and you're just being a dick. Dude, it sucks. I don't know though, dude. I feel like there's. I know people who are bad drunks who aren't like 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 they just get these characteristics that they don't normally have. They just start being annoying. You know what I mean? And like I don't. I I yeah, have trouble sometimes being like this is what this guy's actually like. I'm just like he's fucked up. It's different when you're being like antagonistic. Maybe I don't know. No, I agree. Annoying drunk is different from bullied. Bully though, to me, bully is uh, insidious. It's like you're a monster. Yeah, but you know what kind of drunk you should you should be? Cheeto drunk. Cheeto drunk. (laughs) Nobody ever gets in fights on Cheeto. I'm wearing the shirt right now. Their their motto is "We love people." It's the best shirt that I have. What could be better? Cheeto is a sparkling tequila that is so delicious that it will transport you to your <laughs> happiest of happy places. That's very true. You're not going to try to fight anyone or sack tap anyone with a can of Cheeto, especially if it's the the melon, uh, the the mango or the spicy watermelon. Those are their oh, man. The sea salt margarita is really good too. Grab some of these for uh, the, for the holiday weekend. Yeah, they are available in New York and New Jersey and Florida and a number of other states. And you can go to drinkcheeto.com. Cheeto, C-H-I-D-O, by the way. Drinkcheeto.com and have it sent to you. You should buy a few cases. Try the different flavors. Paloma is my favorite. I would highly suggest this. Guys, this stuff is absolutely delicious. Get in there. I'm a huge believer. So is Julio. We love this stuff. Drinkcheeto.com. Go get some today. Awesome. So, dude, I have to correct a couple things that I fucked up on past episodes. So, first of all, the story that I told about the guy I know who got murdered, apparently he was not 
banging the guy's girlfriend. The guy was just paranoid that they had something going on. I couldn't let that be out there in the world without correcting it because that's fucked up. You got to almost refresh my memory. This this guy, I told a story about a a friend of mine who got murdered but got stabbed to death because the way that I told the story was that he was hooking up with the guy's girlfriend. It turns out he was not hooking up with the guy's girlfriend. The guy was just like a paranoid and a, a person I know from high school actually drove him. him into the woods, right? Yeah, they like went fishing and he fucking That's what it was. Did. So <laughs> I wanted to correct that because I didn't want to tarnish the guy's legacy. A friend of mine from high school messaged me. So Good. I wanted to correct that. The other thing that I fucked up, and this is hilarious. Remember I talked about the mermaid thing? Yeah, but you got to refresh my memory Okay, so on the that mermaid too. thing, I think I was saying, would you rather be a mermaid from the waist down or from the waist up or something? Is that how I said it? So I, and I had heard this before the correct way, but somebody corrected me. I'm going to read the email because it's funny and it's, uh, so, Hey guys, I first heard this question about a decade ago. Um, but you got it slightly wrong. Hmm. The question is not which half mermaid do you want to be? But if you were trapped on an Island with a mermaid, absolutely no chance of escaping. Do you want your mermaid to be top or bottom half mermaid? Oh my. Way better question. God. (laughs) 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 It's a much better question. Oh man. Okay. So there are, I mean, the whole implication is sexual. Yes, but also like you have a companion if it's mermaid from the waist down. And like, if you're talking to a person, they should be able to like, let you bang their fish vagina, dude. You'd be like, listen, I know this isn't natural, but like, why don't we just have sex even but, though you're a fish? Do, do, who on earth says that you can actually have sex with a fish vagina? I don't think this, that is, that's a big, an, this is a big fish, dude. Is I don't not, think that that's an assumption you can make. Do they even have vaginas? They might not. They no, might do they, like spore. They, they, they shoot oh, fish. They mate differently. And, they, and they, yeah, they absorb it in their skin, right? Something like that. I don't even know. It's safe to say, it, let's, let's for the sake of this hypothetical, say that you cannot have vaginal intercourse with the bottom down mermaid. Okay. I still take the top I still take the bottom down mermaid all day. So do I. But the other reason is one, if you two really strike it off, uh hopefully oral sex might still be on the table. Two, she's gonna be a great hunter of fish That's in so the ocean. In the ocean. She'll wow. be able to collect protein i've never even heard that one that's good yeah that's real good dude she's not gonna be able to catch fish with her stupid fish mouth and human legs (laughs) kicking around like a goofball at sea world she might be able to because then she can at least like dive deep and like get bigger fish or something i don't know i don't know if that's how no she's a better swimmer with her mermaid tail that's true she can for sure you're right yeah maybe you can like build a snorkel yeah and then you get to talk to her because she has a mouth which is so important top top and you can regale each other with right. stories of how life used to be and especially as you start getting older dude you know you, you become less sexually active you want a companion her scales start turning a little gray you know <laughs> gets a little long in the tooth yeah. what does top mermaid even look like what is that like a fish like a it's dumb just like a fish, fish and then the with head? human leg, legs yeah oh that's funny yeah you're just a fish but I, I don't know if you're just some kind of like fish person no you're just a fish yeah that's the stupidest looking. And thing. by the way, even if even if that fish, top fish, bottom human had the most beautiful legs in the world, I'm still having a hard time boning a, a fish top. Totally, dude. looking at holding on to their <laughs> fish, fins. The fish has got a fat scales, ass, dude. Like I'm just picturing one of those fish that sings on the wall at a bar, like oh, yeah. a, 
trophy. Oh yeah, the bass. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I could look that thing in the mouth. And... Take me to the river. <laughs> Drop me in the water. Those things are so stupid. Oh dude. my god. No, I, I, I don't, I don't care how nice their legs are. Her that, legs are. Dude, that was the last product that you like bought on TV. <laughs> you like call, call now. You get an extra one. Yeah. Um, dude, the other thing I wonder about the fish person, fish hot top half, is it just like staring straight up at the sky or is it like, you know uh, yeah, what I mean? That yeah. sucks. Can it bend and like look forward that the whole concept it's there, ridiculous. I'm going, I'm going because person otherwise it's, it's just a, 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 a regular mermaid. Right. A regular mermaid is way better than the, than the reverse mermaid. <laughs> yes. Mermaids are hot too, dude. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. All day long. I know yeah. that this is like an old topic, but I wanted mm-hmm. to correct it because I fucked it up. I'm trying to think if there's any argument to be made for fish top human legs. Vaginal sex. <laughs> Vaginal sex. And like, if you're an ass and legs guy too, I guess. Yeah. But that, that thing, you got to <laughs> assume that fish doesn't speak. And, right. uh, you know. Yeah, right. Is it scared of you? Is it just like a fish? Is it like run away from you? Like, do you have to rape it? You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was worried. I Does was it thinking, have the brain of a human? It's not really going to be able to give consent if it doesn't speak because it's a fish. Does it understand you at least? Yeah. Chris is Googling images of this kind yeah. of locked up. Pretty tough. Yeah, there's an obvious answer to this for mm-hmm. sure. I think mm-hmm. we've we've come to it. Mm-hmm. So, good shit. Dude. Yeah. Got any other... Uh, oh, I got something for you. I got a reader submission. Love it. So this is in the vein of our dear pal, Who's Mr. Dear? B. Oh, Mr. B, Bobo? B. B cubed. Boston bro job, Bob. So I actually wrote about this on my Patreon, but I wanted to bring it to you as well. Love it. Um, here's the story, if I can find it. Yep, I got it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, man, I have a tricky situation for you that in a sense relates to the infamous Boston bro job, Bob. <laughs> so one of my friends is currently dating a guy for the past couple years. Throughout that time, I've heard that he's had some issues with things like erectile dysfunction, which is certainly strange if it's happening on a consistent, sober basis. But to make things worse, one of her close friends started dating one of his old roommates and figured out that he used to hook up with men. She's one of our close friends, and we have no allegiances to him, to say the least, but feel wrong being the one to out him for his sexual habits. Would we be in the wrong to let our friend know about her boyfriend's tendencies, or is it best left alone? Interesting. So, I, can I, can I take I want a track you to, of this? Of course, yeah. So, I think that, you know... Let's assume that she doesn't know about this. You know what I mean? Because th- there's a situation you could walk into where you tell her something that she already knows. A hundred percent. They've been dating for years. Yeah. And that's just weird. Um, so there's a couple things here. It's like the one argument might be, and let's take the like the ED out of the discussion because that sounds not that substantial. I of, said exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's like you don't know shit about that. Could um, Air conditioning could be high. Right. So uh, I think that... Maybe if that's something that you think she would want to know that you suspect she does not know, there's a way to bring it up, assuming that maybe she had known. If you 
feel like you're dying to tell her because you think she's having problems in her relationship and you're sure about it. Otherwise, I say stay out of it. What's the way to bring it up? Be like, oh, but he used to, didn't he used to hook up with guys? And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, I thought that like his roommate or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, there's a way to do that. I don't know enough about it to make it specific enough. But why? Why does she need to know? I don't think she, like she needs to know if there's a problem. And she's like, he literally doesn't want to have sex with me ever. What's going on? Okay. That's the only time. But yeah. like him not being able to get hard a couple times, like is not a reason to tell. You know what I mean? And I Agreed. would argue that like maybe it's her business, but like you could also go as far to say like you're not disclosing everything you did before you dated somebody as long as he's not currently hooking up with anybody. It's, if he's not cheating on right, her, it's potentially not. What does business. it matter? Uh, in theory, you're right. I think people's sexual history, once you get to a certain age, I was thinking about this, right? When you're like 20 years old and you start dating somebody, you ask each other, how many people have you slept with? Right. It's a ridiculous question. What a ridiculous question. But at that age, it somehow makes sense yeah, because right. one, everyone's still terrified of STDs and you make that decision of like, do we need to keep using a condom or whatever? Right. And the, the question that seems to accompany that decision is how many people have you slept with? Right. And then both of you lie and say like only four. I had a high school <laughs> girlfriend and then whatever. And then um, somehow, but but by the time you turn 25, 26, n- nobody should be asking that question anymore. Yeah, you don't care anymore. And, and everyone at that point in my mind deserves a blank slate. And that extends to not just the number of people you've slept with, but the types of people that you've slept with, whether it's men or women. Well, let's say that this guy is bisexual. Yeah. He's not violating any kind of Agreed. rule by now dating women. So there's there's a school of thought here that I think is maybe more prevalent than we're giving it credit for that a person wants to know this thing, though. Like a person, like some people might argue it's different if he was hooking up with guys too, that's something that I want to know about. And knowing that changes something for me. I feel like there are people who would argue that even though that might not be the hip point of view, I think when push comes to shove, more people potentially would want to know that than not that then we're giving credit for. However, there's definitely a loophole for him where he doesn't have to feel bad about it being like, it's none of her business. It was before her and he can group it like that and be yeah. fine and be fine. Technically. I I'm I think that we're getting to a place now where gender sexual fluidity is becoming more accepted and normal. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it unfortunately I think that was hmm, this is going to be controversial but we have we have accepted women having bisexual tendencies sooner than we have men. Mm-hmm. Um and the idea that some woman you know, used to date girls or has dated women and now is dating you or men or whatever, for some reason doesn't seem to bother people or is much more acceptable than this very scenario mm-hmm. uh, that we're talking about. And if you're going to be all accepting, step it up and, yeah, and, exactly. and, and live the life you say you there live. There shouldn't be a double standard there. No. It should be fine that men might have hooked up with guys in the past and if they meet some woman and they fall in love with her you know what why is that why is that not allowed have they they somehow stamped themselves and sealed their fate as being on one side of the spectrum just because they once hooked up with a guy i I don't know um i don't i don't think so i don't think that should be the case so Mm -hmm. um i hope we're getting there 
But Harrison Greenbaum, do you know him? I do. Comic. Mm-hmm. He had a great bit about, um, he's like, the straightest thing that a guy can do is hook up with a dude and then be like, that wasn't for me. I disliked that. And like, make sure. Because if you've never hooked up with a dude, you don't know whether don't, or not you might like that. that. I don't know about that. Too. That's just a joke. But. I know, I know. But like, yeah. I, like, I don't... Like, that's... Like, I feel like that is giving... That is like slight... That slights people who do that. Like, if you're a guy who hooks up with guys, this idea that like, you need to try even though... You, like, you would try because you're interested. Not because you're forcing yourself to... You know what I mean? I know it's a joke. And like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe I butchered his joke a little, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's like, uh, just everyone's always like, how do you know you don't like uh, unagi? Right. Right. right? Yeah. You, have you ever had it? <laughs> no. Well, you could love it. Yeah. I don't know. The whole concept of you, a sea urchin just. <laughs> it's eel. Unagi's eel. Is that right? Yeah. What's Un- uni? Is uni. Yeah. I get those two mixed up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, dude, let me ask you a question real quick about, about something else that you just said. The thing about the number, I remember when I was younger, when I was talking about how many people have you slept with, there was a massive double standard with that. Mm-hmm. If you were a guy, you could have sex with as many people as you want. But if you found out a girl had like a girl in college who banged 20 guys like that was like guys would talk. People would talk shit about that. I wonder if in the current college climate, if that has changed now, if, we, if we've made progress there, like I wonder if people still like slut shame girls like that. Mm openly it was acceptable to be like she's used she's gotten around yeah that was like acceptable behavior and i wonder if that's still the case dude i realize i have no idea what's going on with college kids these days yeah with like what is how they're talking right how what what what, what's the stuff they're saying that's offensive code switching dude what's that didn't we talk have we talked about this Code switching is when you start like talking like somebody else or like acting like another person. So for example, if I was like, yo, yo, Francis, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, it's Julio. Like if I were to talk like that, I'd be code switching. That's apparently not okay. And that's the thing college kids are talking about, apparently. Oh. <laughs> so like, you know, but it's a slippery slope. It's like, am I not allowed to speak in another language then? Does that my code switching? Is code switching just cu- cultural appropriation? Basically, it's like, but it's it's like it takes it a step further. It seems like I don't know. We sound like such fucking old men. I know. But it's true. Like cultural appropriation is like, yeah. I guess. I guess it's but, like but similar. My my point is this, right? So so the stuff we used to say in college or high school when we were we just didn't know any better, and now obviously we don't do it anymore because we know that some of those words have become harmful and are outdated, and we've removed them. It's not as if college kids today are completely politically correct. They just have their own stuff that five years, ten years from now, we if we were to find out that they had been saying those things then, we might cancel them for it. Oh, interesting. They've just replaced it. There's always bad words. Right. There's always horrific shit. Right. You know what I mean? College kids do tend to be on the cutting edge of sort of like social progress whether or not they end up being right or wrong you know yeah and i wonder if it's like yeah but but this is my point right so kids today will might not have any understanding of why we would ever have used the word retarded Mm -hmm. when we were younger 
They might think like you're a monster. That's yeah. It seems like it's already. How could you not have known better? Mm -hmm. But they will find. I'm certain that ten years, fifteen years from now, people will say the new generation is going to say, "How could you ever have said what you yeah? What? How could you ever have called them Native Americans? Who knows? Maybe that term will be completely outdated by that point." I think it already even is. I think simply, so. I, right. You know, I don't even know what the I don't example either, but, is. I feel like an old man. But, but dude, in, in 21 Drum Street, they capture this well. Like, he makes some joke about, like, does he call someone gay or something? Like, there's some scene, and then the yeah. kids, like, don't find it funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. another good example. Totally. Like, uh, but it's just, I don't, I, I don't think that they should be, they're not holier than thou. They're not, yeah. they're not clean themselves. Yeah. And I look forward to the day where the shoe, uh, the drops on yeah. them, and they can't just you know fucking they, they get it. Kids, you twerps. Yeah, that's you it. fucking twerps. Hey, that's Oops the Podcast. We love you guys so much for listening. Uh, send any stories or thoughts you have to Oops the Podcast at gmail dot com. Follow the Instagram Oops the Podcast, um, and then come check us out. Uh, I'm I'm in Springfield, uh, Massachusetts, performing at Roar Comedy Club, MGM Springfield, on uh, the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. You can get tickets for that at FrancisEllis dot com. Julio, anything coming up fun? Nah, hopefully I'll have some dates on the yeah, book hope. soon. And we're definitely, guys, we hear you. We are we are starting to get the ball rolling on some potential Oops the Podcast live shows. So keep an eye out for that because we will be coming. Coming to see you and we'll hope, we'll hope to meet you. Uh, that's it for now. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you next week.